Hello and welcome to another episode of Barely Contained, the podcast which stays alert of the nation's finest online celebrity journalism. In another lockdown episode, I'm joined at a safe social distance of 57,936 metres by Chris Beckett to dichotomise some of the biggest show business stories out there, including Jake Gyllenhaal's gloomy errand run, Sophie Reed's sinful garment, Ben Shepard's filthy penis innuendo and Olivia Culpo's cello TLC. Barely contained because there's still nothing else to do. Hello there, Chris. Hi, Matt. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How is your lockdown going? Uh, yeah, you know, all right, all right. Hanging, hanging on in there, I think. Have you been spending your time wisely um, looking around at some of the best online show business journalism that's out there? Uh, not at all, which means that, uh, yeah, um, I've got lots of great stuff. All right, well, been spending my time wisely. I believe that you are starting off with a story that you found on the Mail Online uh, relating to Jake uh, Gyllenhaal stroke Gyllenhaal. Uh, indeed, yeah. And the uh, story is written by Carly Johnson and headline, Jake Gyllenhaal puts public health at the forefront by wearing a mask as he grabs dinner to go with his model girlfriend, Jean Cadieux. Wow, it's, not, it's, it's not gotcha in terms of headlines, is it? It's not, it's not. Um, yeah, public health at the forefront. <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of uh, thing you used to get in headlines in kind of like the 1930s. It, it, I mean, it has all the charm of a, a really late, last-minute written press release. All right, so you're you're going with a Gyllenhaal? Is that, is that your preferred um, soubriquet? Hang on, I think I'm going Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Okay, I've no idea. I think there's no there's no right or wrong way with him. Jake, um, if you're listening. Give it a call, drop the line, just spell it phonetically for us, please. And uh, his, his model girlfriend, I've said Kajir because her name is like Adieu with a C at the start. I'd imagine that's what it is. So, you know, that that's was my logic anyway. Um, right, so the story goes, with protests erupting across Los Angeles and COVID-19 still in full swing, many citizens have chosen to board themselves up in their homes. Full swing. Is, is, is that appropriate? <laughs> I mean, it's by far the least bad thing you're going to hear on this podcast this <laughs> fortnight. But I mean, it's yeah, a starter for 10, though. <laughs> the, COVID, the, 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 the deadly virus, COVID-19, is still in full swing. Um, <laughs> it's the non-stop pandemic party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that that may be problematic, but... Um, Honestly, I, I just glazed past that. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, people choosing to board themselves up in their homes. Yeah, that's what they've done. I mean, like, how one goes about boarding themselves up inside a home, um, I'm not quite sure. Um, it's, it's got a kind of cartoon-esque quality to it, hasn't it? Somebody actually trying mm. to, to bang in the, uh, the, the, the screws from, uh, from inside. But again, this is not the worst thing you're gonna hear today. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm calling like minor offenders here. But 
Jake Gyllenhaal found a happy medium on Friday afternoon when he decided to venture out of his Hollywood Hills home to grab dinner to go with girlfriend uh, Jean Cadieux, 24. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> the 39-year-old Johnny Darko star put public health at the forefront by donning a N95 face mask and inside and outside his luxurious Audi. Yeah, I mean... I- a lot of detail in the N95 face mask. I don't know if that's a, a favourite uh, of yours, Chris. Um, I, I think I've heard it, you know, I think it's like a, it's a standard issue kind of hospital type mask. I well, in, think. That, in that case, he should be leaving it for the uh, professionals. And Well, well, possibly, yeah. I just sometimes. quite like the luxurious Audi. Well, I, I misread this initially as a luxurious Audi. And I thought that the German discount chain had opened up a, a Hollywood Hills branch and that he'd just popped in to get a massive jar of sauerkraut and some screwdrivers. The actor pulled a Michael Jackson move by sporting a single glove on his right hand, but instead of rhinestones and white fabric, he had to settle for blue latex. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why this sentence is in it. Um, yeah. It, it kind of presupposes that people wouldn't understand the concept of wearing a glove on one hand. And then you have to say, you know, like Michael Jackson, they go, oh, right, I, I, I get it. Um, and <laughs> I don't know, the rhinestones and white fabric bit. Yeah. It's very odd. You know what's even worse though, Matt? It's actually, it's actually fake news. Michael Jackson wore his glove on the left hand, not his right. Oh, really? Okay. So Carly is not even getting the basic facts right of this piece. <laughs> yeah. yeah, although I suppose if he was the, the man in the mirror, it may look like it was on the Oh, nice, um, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Jake kept it casual for his gloomy errands run in a mustard-toned sweater with the sleeves bunched up and a pair of well-fitting grey trousers. <sighs> Again, a gloomy errand run? I mean, he's he's not he's not going you know to have his dog put down. He's probably out to get to get something to eat. And um, well fitting, his trousers fit him. Is it is it yes. notable? Is it worth mentioning that his trousers weren't well, falling round? I mean, I'm sure him and his model girlfriend, you know, before they went out, she said to him, Jake, you really are wearing a well fitting pair of slacks there. <laughs> With barbershops and hairstyle on still deemed non-essential, Gyllenhaal was forced to tie back his lengthy brunette locks into a small ponytail. He rounded out his look by rocking a pair of squeaky clean sneakers. He was wearing, he was wearing sneakers, (laughs) trainers. Yeah, basically. Jake proved to be the perfect gentleman as he took on the responsibility of retrieving the food while Jean remained in the passenger seat of his vehicle. Really setting a, a new high bar for chivalry, this, isn't it? Oh, you we, sit in the car, I'll get the takeaway. We can learn so much from him. She looked effortlessly beautiful while rocking a visibly makeup-free complexion and tying up her brunette hair into a bun. This really is effortless writing. The, to be fair. a different sense. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, you know, they're getting about 1,500 words out of man pops out to get a takeaway. <laughs> Once he collected their dinner, the Southpaw star returned to the driver's seat and sped away in his sleek black Audi. The genetically blessed pair have been happily dating since 2018. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, there's an error there. Presumably, they're supposed yeah. to be genetically blessed. But even genetically blessed is weird. It's you all know. a bit sci-fi, isn't it? It's not like bloody Gattaca. Well, it's just a bit kind of, um, you know, genetically blessed. It's all a little bit kind of um, Aryan, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I really, I, I really didn't expect this story about the man picking up the takeaway to get bogged down in the thorny issue of uh, eugenics. Yes, and I think, to be honest, that's, that's probably as, as good as this story gets from now on. Yeah, astonishingly, it does get worse. So, um, yeah. <laughs> that, but I mean, to be fair, I'm scrolling down it now, and there's another, what, 600, 700 words of, uh, of, of man buys takeaway. So uh, I think we should move on. Well, I've got a story from the Daily Star Online, and this is by Kelly Smith, the um, showbiz and TV reporter. There we are. Um, I mean, you're going to go from the headline. This is a pretty decent scoop. Okay. Big Brother winner Sophie Reed swaps bra for nipple tape in eye-popping display. You fan of Sophie Reed? You oh, uh, you, you might have to jog my memory. Okay. Sophie Reed, a former Big Brother champion, took to Instagram to flaunt her curves from all angles using just a flimsy crossing of tape, or tap as it actually says here, to shield her <laughs> dignity from view. Shielding the dignity from view. The Big Brother winner of 2009, that's got, to, uh, got a few alarm bells ringing. Chris, you must remember, remember 2009 Big Brother. Oh, like the back of my hand. Just, was that really 11 years ago that Sophie Reed was on our screens? Yeah, great days. Sophie Reed is no stranger when it comes to sharing red hot reveals in today's offering, in no exception. Oh, for <laughs> Christ's sake, it's not bad enough already. There's elementary errors in here. The 31-year-old turned temptress as she supported very little threads of material for her latest steamy display. Hmm. So she does it all the time. Today's no exception, but she suddenly turns temptress. Yeah, it's uh, the, 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 the timeline here is uh, very similar to um, a Jake Gyllenhaal film. Really. Yeah. It's got going all over the place. What's the one that he has to go back in time to stop somebody blowing up a train? That is, oh, oh no, I was going to say, because um, Donnie Darko messes with time, doesn't it? It's the one where he's on a train, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, source code. That's right, yeah. So, a bit of bonus content for you there. <laughs> he has to go back in time to stop uh, Kelly Smith or, or perhaps Carly, uh, Carly Johnson from writing a terrible, uh, fact, factually inaccurate story based around him going for a takeaway. I think he should go back in time um, and advise them against a career in journalism. I think the whole Ooh. film could be uh, Gyllenhaal going back in time, disguising himself as a careers advisor and suggesting to them that there's actually better money doing law. That, that is true. That would be a good film. Uh, anyway, on we go. Wearing a very sinful garment that was carefully strapped around her more than ample assets, the reality star seemed to give even Jodie Marsh, who famously paraded an outfit crafted from teeny belts, a good run for her money. Good reference to uh, another gratuitous story. Yep. 
The former Playboy model dropped Jaws as she showcased her killer curves from all angles in scantily clad attire. It's just words. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than receive a reprimand from Instagram officials for exposing too much flesh, Sophie risked a warning using just a cross of... They said tap again. <laughs> I'm sure it means tape, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, I, I think it must do. <laughs> to conceal her, her nipples. Just to slightly kind of go off the subject, although, like, so recently, like, I painted um, a bathroom and we used tape to kind of mark off, you know, where, the, where you were painting and make sure you didn't, you know, paint over taps and all, all that sort of thing. Is this the same principle? Um... I mean, I'm not sure that's her, that's her thinking. Um, I think it's just crass titillation, really. Okay. <laughs> I, think you, I think you're overanalyzing it, really. Well, I'm giving it way too much credit. I think she might, I mean, you might be right, but I think she's just putting saucy pictures up on social media to uh, titillate young men. Um, and, indeed, okay. and indeed make the Daily Star online. Um, completing the steamy look, she opted for a lace pair of knickers sending her following wild with desire. Sure, it did. Capturing the image herself, she beamed a huge smile as she dared to bear all in the racy expose. I swear to God I'm becoming more stupid reading this. <laughs> her makeup was on point with winged eyeliner, fluttery lashes, matte finish powder and a shiny nude gloss lip. I mean, what? that's... It's always, it's always on point, isn't it, when you've got your nipples tapped up? <laughs> when they're tapped up. Um, I'm going to leave a bit of this out uh, because we get to uh, the bit at the end where uh, we get the, the reactions from her followers. Fans could barely believe their luck as they stumbled across the sultry offering, leaving floods of gushy compliments beneath the post. Ew. I, I bet they stumbled across it, filthy bastards. Um, excuse me while I pick my jaw up from the floor, chimed one. Beautiful. X marks the spot, exclaimed another. Christ on a bike, added a third. Robin Asquith there, chipping in. Uh, yeah, I, oh God, it is. Yeah, there he is in his retirement home in, in Malta. Flicking through her uh, Instagram, milk bottles all around him. He was uh, on 2009 Big Brother. <laughs> While a fourth joked, "Honey, have you seen my roll of black electrical tap?" Like this, this is the third time now it said tap instead of tape. I think they've probably done like one of those kind of classic sort of spell check errors where you do like find and replace, but you <laughs> you put the wrong thing in in every instance. Well, it's good that she uh, shielded her dignity from view. That's yeah, she certainly, I would say she's definitely come out of this whole thing with her dignity completely intact. Right, would you like another? Yes, go for it. You're on a roll. Yeah, we are. We're, we're mixing up from the usual way, very much going on the uh, ABBA penalty uh, way, because I'm going to take two, uh, one after another. This is from The Mirror. It's by Susan Knox, and it's headline... Tipping point player left horrified over Ben Shepherd's filthy penis innuendo. <laughs> well, I mean, it's got me wanting to find out more. 
Yeah, I mean, we could just leave it at that. It's um, uh, filthy penis innuendo. Uh, I think I saw support in Frobbing Gristle at the Sheffield Lead Mill in about <laughs> 1999. Um, okay, horrified Chipping Point viewers took to Twitter to share their views after cheeky host Ben made a filthy remark on the family game show. That's the thing though, Matt, you know, you can, you can get past some of these, some of these shows, you know, tenable, pointless, but you don't want to piss off the tipping point viewers. They'll bloody break your legs. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're notoriously prudish. Tipping point viewers were left less than impressed after this evening's instalment of the ITV game show. Uh, so it's been on that night. So Susan Knox is very much right in this report on the whistle. Five. The show saw host Ben Shepherd welcome another four contestants to the famous ITV studio as they battle it out to win the highly sought-after cash prizes. As the questions began to roll out and the games heated up, viewers found themselves in a state of disbelief after the cheeky host made a rather naughty remark. Hoping for player Luke to win as much cash as possible, the outspoken game show host commanded viewers' attention with a filthy penis innuendo. What? As the coins began to fall from the counter, Ben took the opportunity to share a jibe on national television. Took the opportunity? I mean, he's the host. He's not <laughs> someone who just crawled in from the side, side of the audience. Uh, like that guy, Carl something, who used to uh, run onto sporting events and try oh, and have his yeah, picture taken. Like Man United. Yeah. Um, again, I can't remember his name. If you are Carl, let us know. Um, yeah, it is a bit odd that he took the opportunity. It is very much his show. He shared his pessimistic view on Luke's odds when he quipped, it's well hung, but it's not going to drop, before bursting into a giggle. That's what you get if Robin Asquith gets involved in the script. Yeah, he's, he's the uh, executive producer of Tipping Point now when, he, when he's not sat surrounded by his milk bottles looking through Instagram. One for the teenagers, that. For you young people, <laughs> just, just throw in a little Robin Asquith uh, bottle boys gag for you there. Moments later, Ben let another suggestive comment loose as he smirked, it's too deep on the shaft. No. Not knowing how to react to his joke, contestant Luke looked rather uncomfortable. Probably thought he was being harassed. <laughs> he probably was, yeah. Or, or just Stop didn't... Stop making penis jokes. Or he might not have understood. I, I, I would say particularly lame jokes. I'm basically all I'm trying to do, Ben, is I'm trying to win some money by playing a, a big money version of one of those like two penny games that you get at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. They should pitch that. Like it'd be so cheap in in these kind of um, post COVID times that you could just go to uh, an arcade in 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 Rill and two people are playing uh, air hockey together and a host stands by them trying to put them off by making knob jokes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, who would you get? Jason Manford? Manford, I think he's too big for it these days. Yeah. Um, Dave Spikey. Dave, yeah, Dave Spikey would absolutely do that. And it wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be on Dave, it would be on Five Star. Anyway, uh, we digress. Uh, yes. Taking to Twitter to share their thoughts on the presenter's seemingly harmless joke, viewers expressed their distaste for Bold Ben. Bold Ben. This is a bloody family show, is it not? Why is the presenter out here making full-on penis jokes? 
it's not on Rage One Unimpressed Viewer. Not going to lie, kind of horrified by that remark from Ben. Wasn't expecting that at this time in the day. Another echoed. So many innuendos on this evening's tipping point. Somebody really needs to get laid, a third fan quipped. With a fourth sharing, wow. Penis jokes at 4 p.m.? Really, Ben? Really? <laughs> Disappointment is palpable. Uh, there are a few positive comments about it, but uh, okay. we'll leave those. And it ends. Yeah. Unfortunately for contestant Luke, his time was cut short as he was the third player to be eliminated. It could have, it could have just ended, unfortunately for contestant Luke, his time was cut short as he died. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and finally, Chris, I think we're going full circle because you're going back onto Mail Online and it's another story from Carly Johnson. Yeah, this I think is a barely contained first, the, the same byline in, in an episode. Right, and the headline is, Olivia Culpo plays the cello in a bra and panties while Beau Christian McCaffrey hits the pool upon returning home to Los Angeles. I don't know who they are. <laughs> Olivia Culpo, the Miss Universe winner. Nope. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, the, the former footballer. Is or this... maybe current footballer, the football running back. Oh, okay. Um, nope. Never heard of either of them. That headline rather assumes that one would. Well, yes, but we, you know, we'll find out. We'll learn as we go. Olivia Culpo and Bo Christian McCaffrey, 24, returned home to Los Angeles on Wednesday after spending a total of 90 days quarantining in Colorado. Upon arriving to her residence, the 28-year-old Miss Universe winner was seen on Instagram giving her beloved cello some much-needed TLC. About these poor stringed instruments in the lockdown. Yeah, don't forget your cellos. Too busy, selfishly thinking about themselves and their families. Cellos need love too. Yeah, if you've got a violin or a viola, maybe a harpsichord. Or a recorder. Don't be a stranger. Pick it up. Show it some love. Colpo, who has been playing cello since the second grade, effortlessly grazed the bow against the instrument's strings while donning a white bra and panty set. It's all very odd. Have we become so jaded that there's a story with a headline about someone playing the cello in their bra and panties and we don't even mention it until it actually <laughs> comes up in the story? Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is odd that they've... Um, managed to pack quite so much into that uh, headline, um, but left out A, the lack of clothing, and B, who they are. Yes. Olivia had her golden brown hair pulled back into a neat bun, and she could hardly contain her excitement as she played a song for Christian's sister, Lisa, in her living room. Meanwhile, Christian stripped off his shirt to enjoy a leisurely swim in their gorgeous backyard pool which Olivia captured on her Instagram story. Of course she did. Yes, exactly. Hey, Matt, I wonder when she comes home, if she ever says, it's Mio Colpo. Um, I mean, it's unlikely. Anyway. <laughs> the football running back showed off his six-pack abs and sported a pair of goggles and snorkel for his deep dive in the pool. 
Olivia then recorded Christian trekking across the garden in their backyard while wearing a pair of blue ankle weights. Aside from herself and Christian, Olivia also gave fans a glimpse at the various renovations she had done at her home while they were away in Colorado. In her first set of before and after photos, Colpo showed off her gorgeous living room fireplace that went from dark and dingy to bright and welcoming. If this is where it... Over this story is just subtly changing. Well, it kind of goes... It, it's not so subtle as a kind of screeching handbrake <laughs> turn from um, Zoo magazine to Nick Knowles. <laughs> her kitchen was given a modern revamp and her bathroom was painted white and had black iron accents present in the decor and light fixtures. To conclude her impressive slideshow, Olivia revealed the all-worthy chandelier she'd installed to replace an old multi-bulb light fixture. See, when this started with the, um, the gratuitous uh, underdressed uh, musical performance, I wasn't expecting old multi-bulb light fixture to make an appearance. <laughs> it's just that classic phrase that you always see. <laughs> um, but yeah, any comment you'd like to make about the... Uh, Chandelier renovation? Anything it brings to mind? <laughs> yes, Chris. It reminds me of only fools and horses. <laughs> One more turn, Del. She also posted a photo of the complicated installation process that was required to get it secured into her home's high ceiling. Well, just goes to show, doesn't matter how rich or famous you are, how many Instagram stories you have, at the end of the day, you're just going to bore your friends shitless with your home improvement stories. Amen that, to that. I think that's about all I can take. Yes, me too. Um, I think that's probably enough for this week's Fairly Contained, Chris, but I've very much enjoyed catching up. Yeah, I mean, you know, as always, leave them, leave them wanting less. <laughs> yeah, a lot less, I would wager. I mean, most people tuned out about 15 minutes ago. But uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been good. Good to catch up with uh, with you and also with the yeah all, all the all the listeners. Both the listeners, both the listeners, <laughs> both of them. Yeah, me and you. Um, yes. So hopefully we'll be back in a, in a couple of weeks' time to tread through more uh, turgid online celebrity dross. Uh, in the interim, mm -hmm. Chris, where might people look on the information superhighway? Ah, good, good, good thinking. Yeah. So one place you can check us out is uh, Twitter at barely underscore pod. Uh, another place would be Facebook. If you go to uh, barely contains the podcast, um, you'll, you'll see lots of uh, added content, clips, all sorts. Yep. Uh, don't bother looking for us on uh, Bebo. We're not on there. No, MySpace, we've been yeah. kicked off. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Well, on that, uh, I just, thank you very much, Chris. Enjoyed that, and uh, I'll probably speak to you in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Bye. Bye. Bottle boys, bottle boys, up with the lock. Who cares if it's raining? Who cares if it's dark? Dolly.